to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Frere Jaca, Frere Jaca, Dorme. I just ate so much that I'm so sleepy, but I'm going to jazz it up for you guys and not think about Hi. all the. It has been, what, two weeks since we've logged on to this back. Bitch. Bitches have been busy. Yeah, we were on sabbatical. <laughs> now we have returned for summer, summer, summer time. Yesterday was the first day of summer and it was torrentially biblically pouring rain here and also the wind. Like I walked to work and the front of my pants were soaking wet and I was sh- sh- shaking. <laughs> it was very rainy here and that also makes sense Uh-oh. for my Uh-oh. recent things that have happened. Um, just the chaos of the universe. <laughs> Tell the people at your finger. <laughs> Oh, I'm saving that. We look. Okay, well, let's get into it because I I have nothing else to say besides I'm sleepy and ready to talk Bravo. So just my poppy of the fucking week is myself, bitches. Myself. Wow. Because let me tell Uh, you. Let me go look at the trauma. Leo placements continue. That I experienced yesterday. So minding my own business, talking to Ari about cults, like not even, sure. you, you know, usual Ari and me, you know, kind of judgmental, but whatever. Mm. Cutting an avocado. I'm trying to get the core out. And I'm so happy because, you know, if you, this is another hot take. If you have an avocado and you don't want to eat it right away, but it's like, you can keep it in the fridge. It will stay for, for fucking ever. And that avocado has probably been in the, been in the fridge for like a month. And oh, I opened I it mine in the fridge. I mean, I do too, but I don't know if everyone knows like that you can like pause the like expiration date of like bread and vegetables. Really, that's the Puerto Rican thing. Everything's bananas. Yeah, by cutting in the fridge. fridge. See, 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 senorita. I do the same thing. Not bad. (laughs) I sounded very gringo just now, but that's because my anxiety is okay. So anyway, I'm trying, I'm like admiring how beautiful it is. And I'm like, wow, I'm just so grateful that like it's still green. And I'm trying to get the core out with, this is where I messed up a bread knife that I had just got a bagel with. And it went right through the avocado into my finger. All I hear is my nail oh, pop off. And I am I like, I just was immediately in shock. Like what the fuck just happened? Cause you know, it takes a minute for like the blood and the feelings. And well, so when like, you get injured, your body sends adrenaline to you and like the happy feelings so that you don't actually know how much pain you're in until like you realize like you're going to be okay. And then all of a sudden you get the pain. Does that make sense? No. Yes. But like, no, I it's felt- immediately happening. You're like, whoa, what's going on? And like, you're in such shock, your body's protecting you. But like, since that's not as like, no offense, but like, no, not as terrible as like your leg getting like soft yeah. or something. Like your return to pain was much quicker. Like it it was probably for a second as it happened because it was so quickly, you didn't feel anything. And then afterward you're like, (gasps) yeah. So of course, who do I call? John, like 
crying profusely like just like oh I think I need to go to the doctor like I think I need to go to the ER my hand he's like okay you need to calm down he's like put pressure on it like let me look online because he's like not feeling well so he's like I'm just gonna like look online for you like and see what the solution is and I'm just like crying profusely so I eventually stop and I call my mom and so I'm like okay I gotta call the two most important people in my life my mom and John my mom's like okay well you might need to get stitches like you just need to like wait and see how bad it is yeah so that's why I have that rinky dink I didn't have any gauze anything like I'm not prepared for survival obviously all I had was band-aids I said this I know respectfully what I have a survival kit in my car I wasn't going out to my car to get like a first aid kit I'm bleeding from my fucking finger. I thought I sliced the tip of my finger off. In your house? I mean, I do, but it's running out of things. Like it used to, there used to be gauze. There used to be things. But now all I have is like band-aids and COVID kits and. Y'all take this as a. Antibiotic, antiseptic ointment. Check your first aid kit and refill what's missing. (laughs) Yes. Please do that because I was traumatized. So I used a napkin. And a Band-Aid until I went to the store. I It was a lot. But um, I woke up this morning and no pain. Like, I was in pain all day yesterday. It just kept throbbing and bleeding, throbbing and bleeding. I thought I sliced my... Like, so I cut half of my finger off, basically. Like, I, like, I was... Like, through it, it's not loose. Yes, I was, like, maybe three centimeters from slicing, like literally slicing my nail off from like the tip, Gross. like a piece of tomato. Um, so I just think got us off my finger, but, um, yeah, the trauma experience is why I'm, the, I'm my own poppy because I deserve flowers today. A bitch has been going through it. Never mistake the hosts of this show for having low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> we're like, listen, you know, who's a hero? Me, me. <laughs> I, because I am both the mother and the father. And, and guess what I fucking did today? I still ate avocado, bitches. I still went in there and said, you know what? I can't I have to go strong. I have to get through my trauma. <laughs> Katniss Everdeen, who? India. Never. <laughs> India Everdeen over here, just facing trauma. <laughs> I can't whistle. So. <laughs> well, neither can I. That's why I just made that noise. I volunteers tribute to hey, be brave. I was like, there's no visual. We don't do AV yet, or we don't do video recording yet. Yes, yeah, so that was to you and for them to see or to hear. I volunteer myself as to hear. avocado tribute. And then I almost fell. That's what I get. See? The chair got wobbly. <laughs> do you see this? This is so ugly. I have, a bitch has things to do. And I got to walk around looking like this. You're fine. I'm sorry you went through that, though. It was traumatizing. You Dude, saw? Did you see all my close friends? Yeah. The, the, the disgustingness? I was just like, oh, somebody's finger is fucked up. And I kept... <laughs> I had to go back when I saw that the same picture was on close friends. I was like, wait, why didn't you post it twice? And then I saw your friend made fun of you for... But you did what you had to. You were being resourceful, so... Yeah. She's like, very, very ghetto bandage. I'm like, <laughs> no one... But cares. also just like... It's not like the doctor gave that to you. You were using what you had at home, which is... And it was pouring raining outside. I was not about to leave with a bloody-ass hand. Even though CVS is literally, like, up the street from me, I was not about to do all that. Even the CVS woman had had sympathy for me. She's like, oh, my gosh, what? What? 
oh, okay. Like she was legit traumatized for me. And I said, that's the type of energy I need from people. <laughs> you cannot be talking to me about this stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, you, you're my Libra mother. John is, you know, he, he has a cancer moon. So he's like, it's going to be okay. Don't cry. Like relax. Like, Checking on me every 30 minutes. Literally, I, like I went um, home unexpectedly for like a family emergency and my dad came as well. And when he got there, he had food poisoning. So I had to not only like take care of my other family member, but then I had to take him to the VA, like 20 miles West. <laughs> I wa- he just was like, he was just like, I don't feel right. And I was like, it's probably the time difference, blah, blah, like, you know, his first full day there, he goes to sleep, he wakes up, I wake up and I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? And he's like, did I wake you up at, at all the- last night? I was like, no, why? And he's like, I've been in the bathroom like six times. Something's wrong. And I was like, okay. And so he was just like, I, I don't, I don't want to like go to, I was like, while I'm here, we're going to go to the doctor if you're feeling that badly, because like, I can't leave you and you be in charge. And yeah, it's like the whole point is you're supposed to be the caretaker. And so we, I think, I don't even think we got breakfast. I think I like got something to go like stop by to see our family. Um, and then I was like, I, I told him, I was like, we're going to run an errand really quickly. And so then I drove my dad to the VA. <laughs> Not we were going to run an errand very quickly. But we didn't want to worry people like yeah. unnecessarily. And then the whole car ride, my dad, a senior citizen, is like, I feel poopy. Poopy's how I feel. <laughs> I'm like, oh my fucking God. I forgot what straight men are like when they're sick. Ugh, go away. <laughs> and drop Isn't he a Pisces? Double Pisces, baby. Oh, People that makes even more sense. <laughs> everything is so sad <laughs> for him. And so I drop him off at the VA, drive back to my family with my family till he's like ready to be destroyed. And at first he's like, they're going to test me for COVID. I said, I swear to effing everything. If you have COVID and I have to stay here, because at this point I was already there for six days. Right. I was like, I will kill someone. I don't know who's dying, but someone will die in this state before I leave. Um, but luckily he just had food poisoning everybody. And I said, I can't believe that's why we did this. Girl, I've had food poisoning so shitty before that like I thought it I was is, gonna it die. Is very painful. Like when it's, it's coming out of your ass, it's coming out of your mouth, like <laughs> my stomach felt like I don't know. Like it just I, I thought I, I was would, gonna die. The last time I got food poisoning, I literally remember saying like Dear Jesus, I will never use this as a lie for like calling out sick from work because this is actually terrible. Like it is really bad, but yeah. it was just like, you know, you feel bad, but it's just like, you know, like men and particularly my father have to say everything out loud. And like, you can also just like su- suffer silently. I mean, like, men are just dramatic when they're sick in general. Things. We suffer in silence. Champions until- are women. Because men and sick being sick is like, I was just like, and y'all wonder why I'm single. Like my parents, not the world. <laughs> well, the world knows, but my parents are like, huh? I'm like, cause this is ridiculous. And I'm judging you very severely. And then brought him back. Everything was okay. But that day I truly was like, I will break everyone. will die. Like, which is why I'm saying like, I was so jaded when you're like, here's my finger. I'm like sick people, injured people. Cause I see them at work too. I try to be sensitive and I'm like, I'm sorry that happened to you. You look good. Yeah. You look I'm, good, India. 
I'm just traumatized. I'm just sad that like I have to put like a sandwich bag over my finger to take a shower. I can't wash my hair normally. I can't do Pilates or yoga. Well, like, are you just, like not gonna go to urgent care then if you can't do that stuff. I mean, I can't do that stuff because it's healing. So like, and I have gauze on it. So like, more secure for the. Bandage? I mean, I talked to my nurse friend, and she was yes. Hmm. What'd you get at CVS then? Oh, I got gauze and tape and liquid bandage, but I don't want to put the liquid bandage on yet. Like it scared me to put it on yesterday and today. Cause it's literally still like open. And I just feel like I should just wait till it like closes a little bit to do that. But I yeah. could probably, I'm probably wrong. Your hand out. I'm trying to think of like modifications and for like Pilates, just do things on your back and your side, like nothing on your hands. Bitch. How? Bitch, you can do a fucking uh, boat scissor kicks up in the air. You okay, can- but if I just, if I go to a Pilates. You could be on the side and you can just do like Jane Fonda. No, I need full, I need. Body in, body up. Okay, That's you're different. you're creating some modifications. Glass half full, appreciate it. Bullshit. I I'm want to. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you for not wanting to do your shit. But like, as someone who regularly gets injured, Miss Ma'am, you can get around the hands. And I have bad wrists, so it's just very annoying. And then like to sleep. I'm it's not trying still, to. I mean, I'm today's the second day. You. I didn't you know, know that you would want help. You know, I do. And today's the second day, so it's it's still like break. Yeah, it's been like less than forty eight hours. So I think I just need to like give it the weekend, and then I'll be fine next week. Because it already felt better today. It bled a little bit, but it doesn't hurt. So we're progressing. Pilates was developed for people that were like hospitalized and couldn't like do things on so that they could exercise with their own body weight. So I'm like, you cannot tell me that you can't do Pilates. I mean, but like what I can't like. Yeah, you can't upward dog if you're uh, doing yoga. Just let me complain in peace. the, I'm so sorry. I totally misread. I didn't realize it was just a venting. I will respect that and give you space. Just rest though. Like you don't need to punish yourself. You don't have to be doing stuff. I'm just productivity is a capitalist mentality. You're right. Lazy people tell me. Oh well. <laughs> we can't relate. But I've been told that it's problematic. And I'm like, is it? Or are you just not up to stuff? No, I do agree that like well not being productive but yeah no, i'm just being I'm busy being yeah. yeah i know we're we're both ridiculous um story Welcome back, babies. i'm sure you missed the antics um okay so that's yeah i guess that's my poppy i guess i'll just go into my oh yeah what's now. your poopy then oh daisy your motherfucking finger? daisy <gasps> that was gonna be mine soulmates uh, so you can explain what who is your poppy who is my poppy Actually, maybe I'll do a different poopy since you're going to do Daisy. Uh, uh, the first time I haven't been prepared in a minute. You know I have been coming prepared. Why don't you do uh, her... Um, her, my, her poppy, my poppy is Colin for now because I kind of feel him yeah. on the drama so far. I'm intrigued to see why they like aren't following each other on social. Anymore. I can't imagine it's Colin's fault, honestly. Daisy is very toxic. Like, I'm trying not to be misogynistic, but like she's the fucking worst. And also, I've been the worst since last season because she just likes drama. She's a Gemini, first of all. Sorry to Amber. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't listen to this. It's fine. She's not a supportive friend. (laughs) Oh my God. 
I'm kidding. Um, Daisy's a Gemini, so she's a fucking wreck. And she likes drama. Like, when she fucking... I could not, like, the pick-me-girl energy is off the charts. She's literally, to me, like, Hannah from Below Deck Med. Mm -hmm. Like, she just doesn't want to do her job anymore. And then, like, it's just, like, all offended and mad when her boss is, like, do your job. And it's, like, bro. Oh, yeah. That? That's just, like, a... I was, like, telling one of my friends who who likes um, astrology, too. I was, like, I think that's, like, a Capricorn placement thing is, like, work ethic. Like, we don't like what we're doing. We still want to do everything correctly and be the best like you know like keep our like I hate the word reputation but like our character you know of like oh reputation we are fully reputation you know what I mean and we want to be in power and we can't be in power by not showing that yeah you are the best like know that you're the best at what you're doing and so I was just like it was just so embarrassing and I do think that it was weird that she was just like oh well this guy just like cut his head open on this window and like if it was really that deep, somebody would come help, like would physically come find me. It's like they were fucking docking. And it also was like the whole point is that they're not supposed to have to go get you. And when and the fact that she told the guests, like, sorry, I just zone out when they're docking because it's like not relevant to us. So I turned down my radio. I would literally be like, I would have rescinded my share of the tip and been like, just for Daisy. <laughs> Um, remember they did that on one of those seasons like they gave extra money to certain ones and then not to others <laughs> t and you know what that's what happens that's actually i respect that it's like here's the flat rate for all of you here's the 15 percent, and then the ones i like you get 18 or 20 it was very nice they were like oh no we'll share it with everybody but at the same time I, i'd be like no they clearly saw something in me <laughs> nah i'm fake i would have split it if somebody else suggested it i'd be like sure yeah, we're like, okay, no, let's like be fair. Yeah, let's give the slackers. But can break. we talk about Daisy calling Colin Gary in bed saying, Gary, why are you I, in bed? I screamed not in a good way. Like usually when I go, yeah. I'm screaming. It's like, <laughs> no, I went <gasps> like a soul, like somebody just stole my soul from my body. I was How like, could you ever? I would be just as mad as he was. Colin for you Gary. Thought was, you thought I was Mowgli from the Jungle Book? Uh-uh. Or Farquaad? I oh, yeah, that Chase calls him that. <laughs> Listen, you thought I was Lord Farquaad. I'm giving you Prince Eric, and you thought I was Lord Farquaad. Uh uh-uh. uh, no. Get out of my bed. I it's yeah. like you just fucking also, you fuck up. <laughs> also, it wasn't this week, but it was like one of the weeks that we were off. Like, um, or when he first found out this whole Gary Daisy thing, and he was really pissed. And he was like, can you leave? And she's like, no, I want to stay. Like, do you really want me to leave? And he's like, yes, please. Like, I hate when people don't respect your boundaries. Yeah. They, like, they think you're playing the games that they're used to playing. Like, she's the type that would be like, oh, my God, leave me alone. But if you left her alone, she'd be like, oh, my God, why did they leave me alone? And it's like, because that's what you said. Like, mean what you say and say what you mean. And she was, like, preventing him from leaving and then went to him to talk again. I'm like, give the man some space. You literally just dropped a major bomb bomb on him. Yeah. Gary is toxic for even fucking mentioning it on camera anyway. And yeah. so for Daisy to be like, it's my fault. I mean, it is your fucking fault. But like, you could have said, like, you didn't really owe Colin that, like, to begin with. Like, you didn't really, like, you could have mentioned that to him in private another day. But it was only bad because Gary outed you. And then Gary's like, well, if Colin doesn't want to be my friend over this, then fuck him. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> They're both, like, it is, like, they deserve each other because they're both fucking like awful 
Like, and then for her to be on Watch What Happens Live and she's like counting down five things of Gary, and I'm like, oh. all of these things seem untrue, but sure. Also, just like, also, someone needs to get her a stylist because that Watch What Happens Live, like, I don't remember, it was like teal dress and like that dress belonged on Dancing Queens and then like magenta <laughs> heels and something else. I was just like, who did this? Like, I've been to Ireland, people dress fine. <laughs> I don't know where you got this from. But yeah, she just like, she just likes the messiness. I love how the rest of like all of the new people on the staff are just like, oh, look at them having drama again, those three. And they just like roll their eyes at them and can't yeah. or cannot stand it. But yeah, no, Daisy's absolutely my poopy. She's just like causing antics and they're not good antics. And she's just like so convinced with herself that like she's a, like she's in the right all the time, whether it's like work stuff or personal stuff. And I'm just like, you need to get a grip like something about her she needs to get a grip something and I, and I don't know what it is but it's just weird I just don't like it and so for now like I'm like trying not to count out like Colin doing something bad because we know even the best men are men so like you know I'm trying to keep an open mind that he may do something like horrifying but at this point in the story of what we're being told I'm like I'm team Colin like solidly but yeah I think they do have a three-way friendship. And so I think it's weird that like maybe before filming, they don't tell Colin that's, you know, like Gary doesn't, you know, I get like in the rare moment, I do like that Gary was loyal and was like, I'm not telling this secret if I'm told not like, you know, he was very straightforward with that. But at the same time, because of the complexity of like the filming and all this stuff to just like not say it yeah and that makes me wonder it's hard to know what the timing is of when to say something yeah it makes me wonder yeah because it makes me wonder if like like she's been flirting with like very flirty with both of them well she has been very flirty but you yeah. know what i mean like she was like she trying to keep her options for two years open. for that to be single like she made it clear from the jump and i'm sure there's like a underhanded competitiveness gary has where like he knows that like that was going to happen and so he was like well now i'm going to just cause more chaos because what do i care yeah for sure not a good friend but she's not like she has no boundaries like flirting with gary still gary kissing her cheeks and doing the oh, most yeah. like i'm just like okay oh she mm-hmm. lives for it and it's like we get it you're single like it doesn't matter but like if you like if you supposedly are really interested in this person and like you know that it makes them uncomfortable then Stop like what do you care more about and it's okay if you care more about just like getting it but like then you can't get you know what i mean you can't mm-hmm. have your too like i was telling you from firefly lane you can't have both you can do one or you can do the other love a firefly but yeah daisy daisy i was gonna say daisy jones and the six i haven't even watched that um daisy from below deck sailing are poopy collectively daisy jones and the dicks oh come on clever um did i say a poppy yeah i said colin i was like what are we even doing oh i have a fun fact to tell you that i heard on one of those podcasts i was listening to today um just sit here and process this india okay orga is one month younger than Jax taylor they are gorga joe gorga from real housewives of new jersey was born the same year as Jax Taylor. They're only one month apart and Jax is older. 
than Joe Gorga. What? What? They were both born in 1979. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, Joe Gorga has like kids, kids. Like, like- same year, Joe Gorga is like at the christening for like his second child fighting his sister. Jax is like on a million drugs. Fucking, like, yeah. Was in Las Vegas and lying to Stassi about it. Same age. Very different lives. Very different lives. Very different values. Oh my gosh. That's maybe shocking. not different values, but just different lives. Oh yeah, maybe not different values, but different lives and different, I mean, different values in the sense of like their cultural values. Oh well, yeah, like what they're doing, yeah. But no, isn't that insane? Like That is and disgusting. That is, like, washed over me <laughs> in such a way that I was like, wow. This is like when you just look at That's people. That's horrifying. You know, when people are like, some people are in their 30s and they're married, having kids, starting families, blah, blah. And some people still like can't make it to work. Uh, sober you know it's like that's exactly the epitome of that oh my gosh so okay. I just want to that with you before we start our evening tonight we are going to talk about summer house Martha's Vineyard and Dancing Queens our two fave shows I'm like nervous because I feel like Martha's Vineyard is going to get a second season but I'm worried that people aren't as into Dancing Queens as we are and I need everybody to get on board. Dancing Queens is so, like, it's such a low stake show that's so cute and easy and to follow. Variety. Like, I love the cast. Yeah. I love everything about them. But I feel like Martha's Vineyard is like a solid lock for season two. I would love if Jordan came back divorced. You mean Jasmine? Jasmine. My bad. J names. If um, Jasmine came back divorced the second Oh, that would be such a hot take because her husband, oh my God. If you want to talk about an arrangement, like they have an arrangement and it's really dark. It's Um, so dark. And I think, but I think the arrangement she thought was maybe temper, like every now and then like, okay, I do this because I'm nice, not because it's expected of me. And he's like, no bitch, I expect this of you. He literally finances her existence. Like it's great that he works and she's at home. Like, I don't think she, like, I'm sure she does, like, the screenwriting thing for, like, fun. I, like, I temporarily, like, I've been recommending the show to everybody, but inadvertently, I recommended it to a friend who is a screenwriter, and then I was like, actually, maybe you shouldn't watch it, because, like, you're just gonna get upset at them, like, maiming your profession. (laughs) She was like, yeah, when she said she couldn't write because there was dog hair in a room, I was like, bitch, log off. Like, (laughs) I gotta log off this. Like, I can't watch. So, I think respectfully, and that's okay. Like, every marriage, people make choices of like who the roles are. And I think it was because, like, the way he's like, I bought you all of these shoes and these dresses and this thing. And like, this is what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's very clear. It's like an old school dynamic. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a choice you made, but which, you know, I've been in a relationship like that, that was emotionally and verbally abusive. And I will never, never like my mom was like, you better never. And I'm like, I'm never. Mm -mm." Well, that's because they get to do that because they have the power. And because they don't want you to. They don't really want you to. They don't don't want you to have your own thing. It's always them, 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 them. Yeah. No, and she, and because he also knows that, like, if he were to leave her, she has nothing. Yeah. And so she's going to, like, fall in line because 
but clearly she just can't keep like maintaining her life on and her he own. just says really gross things like when she was when he like it was her you know she did fuck up his pants he didn't even want his pants ironed i can be with him that's just the way that he was talking but the way that he was talking to her was like because he, he was like okay you fucked up my pants and then he said something like where's where's my credit card like where where'd you put like that i gave you where'd you put the credit card that i gave you and it's like trying to train her brain to remember like bitch you work for me like yeah. i handle your lifestyle i pay for all of this shit it's super dark. and you fucked up my pants I don't understand. So at this moment, I'm going to ask you for my card back. Like what? Yeah. I don't understand how folks like that decide they should be on reality TV and think that like, they're not going to get all the smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is she doing it because she already wants to get out? So she's hoping she'll make money on this show. Did he not think that they weren't going to air everything? I mean, the sex part alone, like I'm traumatized on their behalf. Oh my gosh, Bo and Matt on Watch What Happens Live was like, I can't believe that y'all air that on TV. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. They were like, that's on television, on network television. Right. <laughs> like, you can you can show them. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, because they're straight. That's the only reason they're letting it happen. But um, it makes me sad because like, I didn't know Preston had a boyfriend. I wish they could have like had him bring his boyfriend. Maybe he couldn't come logistically, but yeah. Maybe Again, the boyfriend was like, like I don't want to be in that mess. <laughs> That's also true. He was like, you want me to hang out with all of those folks? No, thank you. Let me get into my notes for the app. Or should we take a break and then start? Uh, let's take a quick break and then let's start on Summer House. Martha's Vineyard. Break. Okay. So we, <laughs> we I forgot what we the episode starts as. They're doing like the rosé party. And Shanice like came out with her titties out because um while we were gone there was the episode where bria got mad at shanice for like having her tits and vagina out in front mm-hmm. of her friend um so i don't get as rowdy i feel like you've gotten rowdier in our youth than i did how would you feel about your best friend doing that in front of your guy oh i wouldn't like it i've definitely had my tits out before sorry mom if you ever want to listen to this like okay. being really drawn i mean i've i've streaked i've yeah skinny dips yeah you know well i have to but i just like the concept of like i guess oh but not around someone's boyfriend yeah and i guess like also it's like it's not like everybody like again is naked yeah Yeah. i feel like our school is known for getting naked sometimes and so it was just like you could be like streaking you know the sun gardens doing whatever um going the crumdell did not thank you god um but like if you're the only naked person in front of other people's significant others it's like and okay. it was just she like she definitely did it like because they were I, I can't remember who asked like so what made you do that <laughs> and she was just like oh I think it was Jason what is his name Jason the uh friend of Jasmine's yeah 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 and he was like so where did it come from and she's like I just thought it'd be fun and it's like no you were sliding <laughs> like you were trying to make a joke from last night that just didn't carry yeah if you didn't read the room <laughs> It was just like, some people just like to be wild to be wild, but like, you need to know your audience. And sometimes it's not like, not all new people are open. You know what I mean? Oh, she's in Aries and it makes full sense. (laughs) Bro, when she was just like, she said some quote and it reminded me of my sister. She was just like, I am who I am. And it's like, so are a lot of people, but like Aries are the ones who have to say that out loud and like, make it a point. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, we get it. Um, I I call Jason in my head uh Terrence Howard because of his voice. 
he does have a Terrence Howard voice. Oh my god, now I can't I unsee like it. It's like the eyes and he's light skinned and then he got the voice. I'm like, all right. I so. can't unsee it now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm always like, okay, Terrence, whatever you say. I thought you were retired. <laughs> I can't unsee it. Wow. Awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm weak on myself. Okay. Um, so anyway, to like retaliate because she was like, I didn't mean any harm by it. And I run into out. She like puts her tits out for the rose barbecue too. And that was funny. She was at a distance. She put her top on to come down. But all I could think was when I was watching them all drink rose, especially her, because she just always had a rose bottle in her hand that she was drinking from. I I don't cooperate on rosé. Rosé is one of those alcohols that does something. If I have more than a glass of it, the demons come out to play. Oh, me too. I'm three sheets to the wind. Fucked up. Not knowing I'm really fucked up. Not knowing you're really fucked up. And I act crazy. Vodka and rosé are the two things that if I have more than a glass or a drink of, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm very happy on rosé, but then I wake up very sad because I'm hung the fuck over. I just do things I'm not going to say on this podcast. That's me in like bourbon, like dark liquor. Like that I act out and I, it's not me anymore. It's Canela La Barata. That's why Stassi is your rising sign because the demon comes out. Yeah. Dark passenger, Stassi style. Except it's not dark passenger. Like I'm not angry. Just dark passenger and problematic oh dark passenger <laughs> and we'll like be more aggressive about like let me steal the ox cord let me cause anti like the okay shen- you're not you're not making this case better for you dark passenger <laughs> i thought dark passenger is like you're upset and angry you know no. I mean? aggressive okay. <laughs> dp it is that well not that DP. episode of Stassi getting an exorcism <laughs> one of my friends i was just telling india offline one of my friends has um like gotten into vanderpump rules now because they like were interested in the scandal discourse and now they're watching it from the beginning and it's like just not a show for them and all she keeps saying is like stassi is just so horrible and i was like stassi's the hero what are you talking about (laughs) i'm like you keep saying that like the rest of them aren't like that's what we need to make clear we're not like excusing miss schroeder it's just that everybody else is so much worse oh yeah high key um they kind of like tried to stage a fight at the rosé thing but i just want to skip over it because it was just like very flawed like they were just trying to make this fight about like who brought up alex googling shanice and is it wrong to google someone and all and it was just like stuff i didn't care about but they needed the sit down moment so i was just like okay and then you can tell the rosé did hit all of them real badly because uh jordan has like her kind of breakdown of the episode and god yeah and at first i was like not i was not having this whole like i'm crying because i'm pretty and everyone just cares about me being pretty at first i was like ma'am what but you know what i was thinking about when i sat down and like was just like like looking at it and just like from my own experience with group trips or vacations or things like that I'm mad introverted like I'm super social but like I hit my wall really quickly and especially as the number of people grows the social bandwidth 
is even sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And so I just get like, I'm not myself. Like I get crap. Like if you don't give me enough alone time in those kind of situations, like I'm sharing a room or you're making me do every activity and not letting me just like have some time to just like decompress and like watch a movie or read a book or something. I get like on edge. And I feel like she seems like she's fairly introverted. And so I feel like the mix of alcohol with like just being fully drained socially, it just like, it was just like somebody said something in the moment and it just set her off is how I think of it. Like, I don't think she, I'm sure she feels that way in general, but like, I don't, you know, I think that everybody was acting differently towards her for different reasons. Like, I don't think it was all this like hypersexualist. I don't think that mm. was the only reason. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's an aspect of that, but I think it it's like when people say the fight's not about what it's about. Like the fight isn't just about like the men thinking. Oh yeah, it. totally. It's, um, it's, you know, different people have different ways of how they interact socially, especially like our generation younger don't know how to act with people in real life. First of all, cause everything's online. And then I really think it was the mix of alcohol and just like exhaustion from, I, I can't imagine being around that many people every day for as many days as, they, as they've been together at this point. See, I think it might've been a mix of that, but really for me, I think it was like her projecting like deeper rooted issues because yeah. she's trying to reshape her image from Playboy. That's why she was celibate for a year. She wanted men to look at her differently. And so to still have this sort of like, pretty girl reputation, you know, like playboy reputation Mm -hmm. and to be, I don't think they hyper-sexualized her, but like for them to even make any sort of sexual comments or jokes, it just completely triggers her. Yeah. Which I think is a Jordan problem. I don't necessarily necessarily think it's an Alex or a um, mirror problem. problem. I think it's a Jordan problem. And I think she could have avoided this whole Alex banter if she would have just told him, like, that's not my type of humor. Like, and just yeah, sat him aside and said, like, like, quietly would just, like, roll her eyes. Yeah. Acknowledge. And sometimes you have to verbalize, like, hey, this is making me uncomfortable for people, mm-hmm. to, especially guys. Are yeah. Different. And she could have verbalized that. And she could have also told Amir from the, from the jump, like, I'm not really interested. Mm-hmm. And that could have solved that. At least not that they've shown us on camera because we can always argue that it got edited out. But like, there's no point that we've seen on camera where she says like, I'm not interested in you. Yeah. So, And, and I feel like to an extent women, you know, like we have good intuition. We can tell when someone's kind of interest, like we can, you know, stop yeah. that a little bit. But I, and I think my other frustration with how she was describing what was upsetting her is like, you can't control, like you can't, decide how people should interact with you and how people should speak to you period or like how they should decide like the intricacies to which she was saying like here's all the ways you guys did things incorrectly and it was like literally like even how they were going about getting to know her and stuff I was like babe like you can't you can dislike it like Mm -hmm. for you and it's unfortunate again that you're trapped in a house with these people even if they're not the type of people you would fuck with normally but again like unless you're just like hey you know like I don't like that it's just like it it shouldn't be like as long as no one's disrespecting you and like making you feel unsafe of course like you can't be telling people like this is how you should say hi to someone this is how you should um ask me about my background this is how like that's who they are like you can't be around here controlling how people act either yeah as long as they're being being respectful of you yeah and i don't think from alex having like a couple odd comments I don't, I didn't see anybody that I'd be like, oh, they were inherently like, 
violating her boundaries or being yeah or being really inappropriate um like I mean I think he said some comments but like that can like especially when they were blowing up the the things and he was like do you know how to stick it in uh never mind like he did say some things that would be like okay like that makes me uncomfortable but then tell him that makes you uncomfortable if that's his normal humor and the way that he like speaks to everyone and I mean girl no one really thought you were fucking Preston like so yeah for her to be like that was also just ridiculous that that was like the 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 breaking point yeah and Um, we may not see every time that they do that because I mean they did show Alex say things like multiple times yeah that's absolutely frustrating but you have to know how to express yourself as well too um in those contexts like sure no one deserves that if it's unwanted but how will someone know it's unwanted or unwarranted like you know because they're also interacting other times where everything's going well because that's not what they're talking about you know so and i'm sorry if a man said i look thick i'd be like thank you i'm in the gym baby yeah like that's a compliment from anybody Uh, a woman man i don't know if that was a compliment or not like he said damn girl you looking thick I was just like, is that, is it good or is it bad? Like, is it, oh, you got some weight on you because we've been in this house eating mac and cheese for two weeks. <laughs> you know, like, first, and also the way she looked at him too. Cause again, I'm like, if that's a compliment, I'd be like, I know, not for you. And then move on. But yeah. The way she looked at him, I was like, uh oh, did he call her fat and like not good fat? No, I think it's like, I, I did have my gringo good. moment. I was like, oh, what? Okay. Thick is good, but I think he also said, like, no, you look great. Like, so I bet. Yeah. Well, after that, that's when I got confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, But he is, though, like, I, you really get that energy, like, I'm John Legend's cousin because he's just, like, so douchey. Like, he's starting to do, like, I guess he and Nick are going to be in charge of the last event for the house. Yeah. They were, like, talking about the plans for it and stuff. And when he was, like, talking to his friend about the music and he was, like, describing his event, Lex on the Blood, I was like, Oh God, you do sound like someone who's three degrees from fame, but like, you're not the famous one. It was <laughs> Ruby. It was just so cringe. Like, you know, when people think they got it and then it's like, no, your cousin twice removed got it. You just like got invited to their house once for a birthday. Oh party. no. <laughs> no. Am I wrong? Like, oh, Ruby. I have no comment. And then, I would love and if John Legend was my second cousin. I say it all the time. Like, yeah, that's my cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just like it's just the way where it's like we're gonna have the music and the vibes, and it just like raises your vibration. And blah, blah, blah. like the way he was talking, I was like, I don't believe a fucking word you're saying. Go away. See, I do think that he's like super like in tune and trying, trying the whole path. Um, I think that doesn't mean that doesn't eliminate toxic you being toxic. Like a lot of times both can be true. Sometimes both can be true. And sometimes those are sometimes the most toxic. Um he definitely gives capital T, which is hilarious because he's the one who called Jordan toxic that first episode. Those who point fingers shall get three more pointed back. Yeah, either that or he's just like a little neurodive. I don't want to say neurodivergent, but just a little, he's neurodivergent. just like awkward. Like, I think sometimes he doesn't know how to social, like socialize, like with, with human beings. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I feel like he does. And I feel like he's stuck up. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, again, he thinks he's John Legend number two. So he's like, well, can like, are you at my level to like be around me kind of energy? Like he's very friendly and stuff, but like, you can tell he just like, doesn't really want to engage 
Oh, see, I, I, I picked up different vibes. Yeah. But either way, not our cup of tea. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, not for us. Um, there's just like little bits. So now it's going to be Preston's day and he's doing his like soul food Sunday and doing his pride party. And I love like every time they show like Preston and Amir in the kitchen. Cause like, I feel like it's just culturally so familiar. Like, yeah, I'm always, always in the kitchen. And like, when you have big parties and stuff and you're prepping all of that and like the amount of labor it takes to make those foods sometimes is just like so beautiful in itself. Yeah. And Preston, like them teaching Amir about like black history because he's been removed from that like yeah yeah I liked that word explaining that because like again if you were like myself or somebody else might be like oh I kind of know but like I don't really know the whole history behind that so right moment um oh I forgot to bring up too with Jordan's like moment how at night Jasmine was telling Silas that she was jealous that yes they are so dark-sided like they they're something so wrong like she was like it was clear that Jasmine has been trying to create a moment like that of drama on the show this whole season. And like, the thing is like to us, or at least let me only speak for myself, her like moment of arguing was stupid to me because again, I was like, babe, like it's not that deep kind of. Yeah. But it was at least organic. Like she wasn't like Jordan wasn't trying to create a moment. She was, yeah, just, she was just having a breakdown, a mental breakdown. It's like Jasmine, the screenwriter has been trying to script that moment for the past six episodes and she was so mad i love that they kept that in there me too because she was just like you guys i was jealous because i need andy to be like what did you mean by you were you were jealous of your friend bringing the house together over her crying and upset like like, you were jealous that i guess by any means necessary but get 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 them together by any means necessary she's like whether it's going to be happy or me profusely crying because I think Jordan has tried, I mean, Jasmine has tried to create that now that I'm thinking Jordan about it. like real like 50 times. When she's like, when she cries about like, I don't know if I'm happy in this marriage. And I think that was real. Like a no, real that moment. that was real. That was real. That was a real moment for her. But like, y'all were also in a restaurant, girl. Like, and there were other things going on. Like Simon had just given all y'all bling bling. Bitches is mad watches. Like. That, that, <laughs> I hate you <laughs> for that reference. Um. That was like high key, like, um, and yes, I like nice things too, but like, that was just a, like, this is how easily people can be bought thing was like, oh, give you a watch. And all of a sudden Simon can stay for two, you know, like, it's just like literally how thirsty people are for stuff. Oh yeah. And I mean, I think he was just like, okay, like maybe he felt like also like, I don't want to be a burden. Like I want to like, he did it out of a very good, he seemed like a really sweet person. It, no, I love him. And obviously, you know, now I'm one with the Germans, thanks to yeah. my family. But um, so I was like, oh my God, my people, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Like I was, I was in there like somewhere. I am an eighth German. So shout out to that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I was just like, no, he seems super nice. But it was just like so tacky how quickly Silas and Jasmine's tune changed in like three seconds. I was like, oh, so y'all just need a watch and you'll right. show up. Like it just makes you look like what is it like spineless yeah yeah and it's just like i already didn't respect and it's y'all. like y'all no, should have another two notches and y'all right. should stay in the first place yeah like, there was no issue with him staying in the first place like the dog i would have getting gotten i love because that Bria was like, like you know it's racist if you don't let the white man stay yeah <laughs> and the white man's like yeah, it's such a mess but she's the kind of mess i watch bravo for you know what i mean oh, yeah, she, i would hate in every argument her. I hate living with her, but I love watching her at a distance on my television. Cause she's, 
like she has so like two different personalities she's quiet and to uh-huh. herself and then she's like the center of every single like drama <laughs> it's hilarious and it's just hilarious how much silas cannot handle it he's like no women with autonomy i'm confused <laughs> women speaking for themselves huh and like not just doing what i told them confused. oh i appreciate when jasmine was like you know what i'm gonna leave you to these pants like i'm getting okay, finally she probably also realized like wait a minute this is being filmed and i look foolish crazy she's like if they heard oh my gosh after well we can get to it because we still have like what the okay. pride party yeah i was gonna say they sit down for like dinner and I forgot that they're doing the pride party after. So like, you know, you see like everybody dressed really nicely. And then I saw Simon and Bria and I said, what is the Totally Spies reboot? Are y'all wearing? Because <laughs> <laughs> he had his chaotic like Versace faux blouse on and then like a different printed green shorts. And then she was wearing like some weird pink crop top. And I was like, what the fuck are y'all wearing to this dinner? Because, <laughs> And I was like, oh, y'all are being efficient. You're just wearing your pride outfit at dinner because yeah. everybody was kind of dressed a little you know more martha's vineyard at dinner right <laughs> just like i was like why do you guys look like that because especially like they just look like bamboozle clowns next to each other yeah and anytime simon dances like when they did that fake video of simon i cross <laughs> screamed simon is ironically in this show that's supposed to be about black people like the star I love it because I love a good non-dancing ass person. Like it just really warms my heart. Like it's just so it was like kind of like a stiff Millie rock. Like, yeah. Like it seems like he was like trying to Dougie, but like it just wasn't. Again, his arm, like he just couldn't bend his wrist. So it was like his forearms <laughs> were straight as they like swung around like a little pinwheel. It was iconic. It was. They were trying to do like come up with a choreography and they just let Simon like just go off. But none of I tried to look at all their faces in the mirror to see if any of them were like laughing, and it didn't seem like they were making well, fun was, of him. I was also because when he walked down in that whack ass outfit, Silas, who had been bought by the walk the Gucci watch, was like, "My man, looking good." I was like, "Damn, you really just like sell your soul for anything." Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, Simon looks good in his fucking crazy ass outfit. Whereas I was like, "Okay, who's on LSD right now?" Because that's out of control. <laughs> out of control i will say though and this is the lowest of bars i liked silas for like two seconds this episode one when he made jasmine tea lowest of bars yeah lowest of bars i also noted that and secondly when preston was like thanks lb for like you know having my back at the pride party and stuff and it's like again lowest of bars like yeah being homophobic on camera to your friend right okay not a stranger in the street (laughs) in public right you walked out there right lowest of bars (laughs) We're there. Lowest of bars. And then when he says, and then I don't have much to say about the pride party. It's nice that it aired during pride month. Um, it was super cute though. Like, I feel like it was just like a fun time. And like, yeah. I mean, like, I love that he educated them on like the origins of pride um, and explain, cause a lot of them live in New York. Like this is something you can go see as well and like celebrate anytime. And again, like within the confines of their vacation home with just their friend circle, they were all very supportive and celebratory of pride mostly in that they took shots and the men did their dance routine which i don't think we need to dedicate time to because it was insane yeah um we're good and then after pride was over um silas says to jasmine a phrase that i hope no man who ever wants to be inside me says let's go back back to (laughs) bro listen 
Indian Ruby, hardworking women out in the streets. We're doing business. We are circling back. We are executing. We are aligned with people. As my uncle loves to say, the net net is like in my sanctuary. I mean, I know this isn't their home, but like in bed, don't ever say the phrase. Let's. And she's back. trying to sleep. And he's like, so let's circle back about those pants at midnight. What? No. Like, I was wrong, but that phrase to say that in the bed at home when I'm trying to sleep, let's circle back to me socking you in the throat for ever saying that. Disgusting. I did appreciate this. Is another Jasmine appreciation thing that she said. She was like, Your mentality is such a turnoff. When she said that, though, I'm like, that's a fundamental pillar to a relationship. Yeah, so mentality. Turn off. Why are you married? I mean, Why they got married within six life? months of knowing each other, of dating. You know, you know my you guys didn't have those important conversations. You didn't have conversations about values, about the expectations of you as a wife, the expectations of him as a husband. Like, those are the fundamental things that you want to fucking talk about. Highly I mean, encourage premarital counseling. Their conversation was he's going to work and pay for everything and you're going to do all the household stuff. And I screen right when you, when you're not on my time, bitch, basically exactly screen, right. When I'm taking a bath, um, don't burn my sandwich. (gasps) Mm, Yeah, no, out of control. And you know, my cardinal rule as a single person for (laughs) getting married is four seasons date for a year. You're it's so funny. My mom literally said this the other day. She was like, remember when you told me, like the one thing that <laughs> she didn't say the one thing as so I was like, girl, she was like the advice that you gave me about dating someone for four seasons. I really appreciated that. And I'm like, of course your Libra ass needed that. <laughs> I know because yes. I'm saying it, but someone literally texted me the other day that was like, you're just going to show up married one day. And I was like, Shh. a dream of mine to just show up married, like <laughs> to just tell like three people and that's it. Surprise. <laughs> It'll be but parents. you never see me again. <laughs> Forgot about that. I literally used that on somebody the other day and it was perfect. But yeah, I just, uh, I'm concerned about them. Like, cause even it's again, like kind of like how I was wondering with like Kyle and Amanda at all, like, are they staging all the problems or like exaggerating the problems for TV? It's like, even if you're doing that, that's not, that's just not healthy to be like Mm-mm. staging drama because like, you're just going to create more drama with that. And uh, I don't think it's staged because the previews for the next episode where he's ooh. yelling at her and everyone can hear it. I'm like, I, the whole preview for the finale, I was laughing nervously. Like I was doing that uncomfortable laugh because like, I didn't know what else to do with like my soul. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm excited for Summer to put her hands on Bria though. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to condone violence, <laughs> but I'm like a Summer stan. And so then when I saw her put her hands on somebody, I was like, oh. Like, not another person putting hands on someone well, in this here black man. household <laughs> i know i know it's it's not a good so listen, a, the colored ones puerto rican people embarrass me on every damn show that they're on except for survivor um because i saw the season of survivor with my mom and there were two great puerto ricans on there <laughs> but like on these other shows <laughs> You know the Puerto Rican girls are always like stealing somebody's man or acting a fool or putting hands or you know popping their pussies in public like and not in a good way like literally with the clothes off. Yeah. And so I was just like, I know we're not supposed to support this, but also I love real drama and that looked real. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, the only like 
I feel like gringo shows where pe- they put their hands on each other is Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> New Jersey, and Mob Wives. And they would probably both question like, we're not gringo, we're Italian. Well, and <laughs> and Orange County, depending on the cast configuration. Oh, yeah. Cameron tried to put her hands on Kelly. Oh, yeah. And even this season, didn't she Cameron throw her crap. napkin at her friend Jen? <laughs> so Did she already preview? do it? Or no, is that- in, her, in the previews. Yeah. Okay, because... I Tamara and Lisa Renner are the same person the way that they bring people onto the show and then just turn against them instantly and I'm kind of like we'll pivot for a second to Orange County I'm kind of into new Jennifer it's confusing because her name is Jennifer and her husband's name is Ryan and that doctor from last year's name yeah Jennifer and her husband was named right so I'm like but they were no they were gross. toxic no they were gross because India they met at a medical conference and as somebody who goes to those unfortunately for my work sorry keep sending me i love to like be paid to be in other towns um (laughs) erin notes um but like as someone who goes to these conferences if you make eye contact and fall in love with someone supposedly over like the batched scrambled eggs yeah made at like the hampton inn and sweets there like you are are made for each other because you're both disgusting like you're both licking like lint between each other's toes you're dirty you're filthy yeah you're not for me like they should have stayed together but yeah I like new Jen I love like her little family dynamic and of course she has the drama with the ex-husband staying you know half the time and stuff but I'm like hoping that she gets kind of rowdy with her Oklahoma energy you know with Emily and Taylor I kind of hope so too, because oh god, no, no, because I like Jen and she's just so quiet. Yeah, um, but and I, I don't like think something in her. Yeah, yeah, and I think like there may have been like some people in the past who are like just toxic, mm-hmm. you know, like because I could see how a friend could think like while you're posting about your business being still in business like a day before the ending mm-hmm. of mine. But I think Jen just didn't really think about that. I think she was just like, I'm just so grateful. And probably reflected on her business being shut down and saying like, wow, I'm so grateful that we're still in business. Like, but it wasn't a slight to Tamara. It was just a moment of gratitude. I bet you Tamara didn't even see it. Probably has her muted and like beforehand, you know, she's like important enough to follow regularly. And then little Gina, little ratsicle from Long Island was like the one who plants the seed. And I was like, did you know Jen posted that? Like, She's starting the fights. Yeah. I can't, we know I can't stand Gina. She posted a picture like today or yesterday and like you could just see the roots of her hair not being done. I was like, babe, (laughs) seriously, like we're back to this. And every time she's like, look what I'm wearing in like Nashville or something. I'm like, you can't like, you can't afford to like buy a catalog from somewhere. (laughs) Like follow an account. You have enough money to just copy and paste an outfit you see online yeah order the outfit as it is don't try to create outfits on your own like people come for giselle what's gina doing like everything (laughs) these ankle boots that she keeps wearing with like short dresses and stuff that's not flattering and she has a good body and it's like that's not ankle boots very rarely do anybody any favors and i mean like not the ones that go under your boot you're under your jeans it's the ones you like wear over and it cuts your ankle like if it's at the wrong yeah i'm I, trying to look at her instagram of like her style oh i'll be i'll be you the one because but... like you know i get triggered real easily by her but i'm just like god like 
you just keep failing upward and you know that worked for Kendall Roy and I'm looking at it right now I'm about to send it to you because I'm screaming oh it, this is her hair that's not her outfit per se oh yeah I just saw that one I was like whoa like she could have just put on some concealer but mm-hmm. you know Matt, I almost just sent her her own post I can't a single mom who works too hard who loves her kids and never stops she really thinks that oh there's I sent you one ankle boot but I'm gonna send you the one that was most triggering to me though. okay yes this one was way more triggering to me. Also, I don't believe in white shoes for the most part, aside from sneakers. Like I don't believe in white boots or white pumps or white sandals if you're not getting married. And so these ones were real bad. It's just not flattering. <sighs> and it doesn't match. And the bitch lives in white shoes because I just am looking to picture her in ankle boot wedges now. Yeah, it's not really my thing. It's not. It shouldn't be anybody's thing in India. That's the that's the point. That's the point, Yolanda, is that it shouldn't be anybody's thing. <laughs> this one, it's hidden underneath her child, but you can see the shoe in the background again. I sent you one more. Ruby, literally, it's a wedge. It's a wedge boot. <laughs> it's a white wedge ankle boot. Like, <laughs> this is not the Jetsons, baby. We're not all these pictures on display ready to go. Like, are they in your do not wear catalog? <laughs> yeah, like when I go to my stylist that doesn't exist, I'm like, this opposite opposite of this whatever this opposite whatever is. this is don't want it <laughs> don't want it but it's I hot. did like her confessional with like the denim shirt and the leather like like hot take I did like that confessional look I think it might have been one of her the better ones thing or whatever you said what is it with like the studded neck thing or something? it's like giving BDSM or yeah I think so that has like she has like layer jewelry um I did like that. I mean, she but... does great with her fucking torso. It's the shoes and yeah. her hair. Like, just update your hair, dude. Like, or just go brunette again. Like, people need to stop trying. Unless you're able to, like, maintain a schedule for that hair, you should not be doing that. Like, my queen, Nicole from Miami, yeah, gets her roots done every two weeks. And she makes sure that shit stays fresh. Or she has a colorist where, like, if it does grow out, it looks fine. Gina doesn't think like that because mm-hmm. Gina doesn't think. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, other lingering thoughts from OC. Tamara's missed team too much right now. I'm still a Shannon Storms Bador stand till I die. Boots down on the ground. It's all about Shannon. And I'm okay with that. Um, but her last week when Jen was trying to tell her adopt, like foster adoption story, and Shannon's like, is that Johnson on the boat? least another have the attention span of a fish the least surprised i've ever been in my life <laughs> i was like y'all have known shannon on this television screen for almost 10 years now which is crazy season 9 to 17 no pause. let it be known y'all no pause miss ma'am has been on the show for nine seasons in a row because she like that because that's actually just how she is um and then who's other oh and then heather like heather still annoys me but i am enjoying that she's just kind of like losing it slowly but surely like cognitively um when she threw herself down on emily's lap when emily was trying to have a conversation with tamra i also was like that was so rude but also kind of funny <laughs> i was like i kind of like desperate heather like i kind of like that heather's kind of like lo- like you she's like loosening up 
she's gotten a lot looser since her kids got older and I think like also dealing with all the changes with her kids and them growing up and stuff like I feel like it's just like giving her more perspective about like not being so tightly wound about certain things oh yeah definitely something like Capricorn needs yeah oh my when she was planning out the kids rooms and stuff I was like you're a demon but also I would do all the same things I would yeah as a Capricorn I also would have done them yeah but I was like, you're also, I also like kind of love her confessional. She looks like a Bond villain in her like turtleneck um, leopard long sleeve dress. I have a dress like that, except it just doesn't have the turtleneck. And I love it so much because I also feel like a sexy villain in it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. I'm a sexy villain. Um. Anyways, do you have any lingering thoughts on OC or should we take a break and then talk about Dancing Queen? Let's take a break and talk about Dance. Our best friends, yes. <laughs> Leonie and Sabrina. Woo-woo. This is Ruby, investigative journalist, coming to you with the most important news of the week. The zodiac signs for our dancing queens, except Leonie, who won't answer my comments. Ruby literally works so hard, but we're just going to guess Le- Leonie is a Capricorn because. No, I'm guessing Virgo. Remember? Because oh, she's yeah. very particular about things. I think she's more Virgo than Capricorn. But it could be. I say, if not Virgo, Capricorn. Yeah, it could literally be either. For sure. It could just, she could be a rogue and be like a Pisces with like Virgo cap placements too. Because there's like kind of like a weird, not weird, but like kind of like a abrupt softness too in some capacity. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Who do you want me to go over first? Um, or In the order I learned them? Would that yeah, be- let's go in the order that you learned them. Okay, and, like, so the I, did what, I did what any millennial queen does and I went to their Instagrams and I was like, these bitches love attention because they're on this fucking show. So obviously they're going to have birthday posts. And so I went scroll, scroll, scroll. And then luckily too, now people curate their profiles so that they quote only have like 200 posts, right? Even though they technically have like 1200 archived. Anyway, I digress. And then y'all, the ones that she did not like find, she asked them. Which I appreciate. I'm in Myrtle Beach and she texts me like, bitch, guess where I found out her <laughs> sign is? And I'm like, <laughs> love the investigation. So, so first we did who I could see. And so I found Donnie's first and I was accurate. Donnie is a cancer. And we will get into like all the, <laughs> the things she does this episode that we're giving cancer. Cause it's just very odd. Like, it's just very like, I don't know what everybody else is doing wrong. Like I'm doing great kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and because I'm so sweet and passive, like, how could I be the bill? Like, how could I be the drama? That's very cancer is like, I'm just, you know, wallowing here and sad about stuff. How can I be the problem? Like we're talking about Sabrina, right? What? We're talking about Sabrina, right? No, Donnie. Oh yeah. Donnie's for sure a cancer. Yeah. No peak cancer. Sabrina. <laughs> who I identified as my soul sister, episode one, is a what? A Libra. Uh, for sure, toxic right. Libra. That was right. right. <laughs> she's all about her mans and she's all about the sexiness of the dancing and like being in her fantasy world and like using this as like her little escape and stuff. On one episode, she said she does the better, like the nakeder she is, the better she does. And I was like, very Libra. <laughs> she is my soulmate. Love you, Sabs. <laughs> and I love her daughter, too. We'll talk about her. She's so cute, Chloe. Oh, yeah, um, she's so cute. 
And then I think, oh, and then, um, who's the other one? And then Gail's really not playing a prominent character and we didn't guess her sign because we're not getting enough of her to find out. And it kind of, she's a Taurus, which, you know, they're there. Yeah. One of my I- friends, Danny, she was like, you know, I love being a Taurus because people don't really come for us. And I was like, the problem is like, people don't come for you because like your negatives are kind of embarrassing. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, we just let you be. <laughs> I mean, I'm a Taurus rising, so. <laughs> Well, you have the Taurus rising, I feel like, of, like, luxury and, like, liking the finer things and, like, liking consistency. I don't feel like you have the, like, when I think of, like, quote, negative Taurus things of, like... Stubbornness. Like, mm, you can be a little bit, but, like, not in that way. Like, you, you, like, work with facts and stuff versus, like, nope, this is because I said it kind of energy, which I feel like Taurus, like all the Torian like Taurus sons I know are wonderful but like once they've decided like this is what's going on like it's not even a discussion like mm-hmm. it's not a discussion and so it's just like it is there which is why I did I just left Danny alone when she was like nobody comes for Taurus I'm like okay girl <laughs> <laughs> and like the other things about Taurus and it's true again like with people I know is like they need like to do the same things the same way every time. Like they like just really value like steady, predictable. Oh, I love the predictability. I think yeah. that's my, because I'm earth heavy and like yeah. my stellium, I'm Capricorn stellium and Taurus. Like, more like the grounded. Yeah. Like yeah. I agree, the groundedness and, and routine like, structure. Yeah. But it's yeah. The Taurus bit is very like, they can't handle like thing. Like I feel like cap, you can, you can handle when the curveballs come at you. It's not that you're, yeah. you're like rolling with the punches. Like I learned. I, that's why I'm like Capricorn is more like the most to me, like even though Virgo is mutable to me, Cap is like the most adaptable sign. Like they respond like they're, yeah, I'll cry first and then I'll get it together. And like, I don't okay, know what well, placement that is. <laughs> well, that's, just the India, that's just the India placement. <laughs> It's like, I got to cry out and then I shall manage. I have like the opposite. Like I have to be pissed and like throw something and then like Naomi handle it and then I'm ready to go. Oh yeah. I'm either like crying out of frustration or throwing something or screaming. Like I have like a scream moment and then I say, okay, well, I got to get it together because yeah, whatever. I bounce back very quickly. Yeah. Scream into a pillow and keep it moving. Danielle style. Another famous Capricorn. Okay. (laughs) So um, so Gael's a Taurus. Good for her. And then we didn't know the other three, which is Pooja, Colette, and Leonie. And so Pooja, I don't remember what she posted. And I was just like, that's the first one that I was like, hey, what's your sign or whatever? And she was like, I'm a Scorpio. And I was like, okay, interesting. Because like, she doesn't give me stereotypical Scorpio vibes. That doesn't mean she's not one. Right. So I told her, I was like, oh my God, you caught us off guard. Again, I've told India, I'm such a little keyboard warrior behind our face, like our animated <laughs> faced icon. I'm going to off guard, but I mean, she like, did. I would be messaging from Ruby's Instagram account or commenting. And then um, I just like straight up commented on Colette and Leonie's like latest post. I was like, hey, we're trying to guess everybody's signs on our show. What's yours? <laughs> And Leonie ignored me. So that's why I assume she's a Virgo, like my mom, <laughs> ignoring me. <Yeah. laughs> um, and then Colette was like, well, why didn't you guess what I am? And I was like, okay, tease. <laughs> I was like, well, we think you're a Scorpio. And she was like, wrong, guess again. <laughs> I 
sounds like this voice for Colette though. I know, no, like we don't hear her voice. <laughs> Come on, is Libra. We love to make things up. Um, and I was like, Aries? And then she goes, Boy, you guys really think I'm crazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was weak. I was like, we just think I think I said something like, we just think you're impassioned. <laughs> And then she tweeted back that she was an Aquarius. Which and is also I, crazy. I didn't answer that, but I did. Think <laughs> I Another crazy sign. <laughs> yeah. Like as an Aquarius rising. Yeah. Crazy. That's what people because like Aquarius can be so detached, but when they are attached, they're like obsessive attached. It's like they can't. Sounds like somebody I know. I mean, I'm an Aquarius Venus. So me and love can be quite <laughs> We're literally like, we don't give a fuck. And then all of a sudden we- I'm going to stalk this man. I'm, I'm going to figure out everything. I'm going to like Alex Google the fuck out of him. I didn't know we're getting married. <laughs> like literal villain energy. <laughs> and I've told you like Aquarian women that I know, there's like a couple that are like my absolute best friends because obviously air sign, air sign. But the most, I'm, most of them, I'm like, y'all really think you're somebody. But I like Colette. I feel like she'd be an Aquarius woman I'd get along with. Yeah, but again, still has those vibes. Well, I mean, the way- When she showed up to Pooja's- Workplace. Yeah. I was like, that's why we thought you were one of the crazy signs. Because she was definitely trying to get into her head. Like, it was like, oh, I'm trying to like, just get to know her. It was like, no, you wanted to see why (laughs) he chose her over you. And you wanted to just like- like show up like a friend like no you're being Aquarius Scorpio dynamics are also super interesting because like Aquarians love mental warfare and Scorpios are really like water sign emotional Mm -hmm. they just like aren't as deranged as the other two they don't express their derangedness out loud as much yeah so it's just like a very interesting dynamic um but yes Leone remains a mystery to us if you ever find it in your heart um i'll probably comment on like one more of her posts and be like i'm still waiting what's your star sign girly (laughs) i'm gonna cast a spell we're just playing a game but uh (laughs) we're not asking for your entire birth chart just i didn't ask for your social security number i just want to (laughs) know you should send them all to uh stars by Alyssa and see if she can like crack the code of their rising and moons oh true like tell her like you know we do our best yeah yeah I'll, I'll let her do her job. I'm, <laughs> I'm not her manager. <laughs> but she does get us answers because she got us all of the summer house ones for Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. I know that was, I, when I saw that, I was like, Ruby lit- literally asked her for this. And so. No, I actually messaged her. I don't her know. and Ruby, like they be in our DMs, like all the astrology people, I just look in our DMs and I just see like, com- <laughs> like just c- consistent <laughs> conversations. And I'm just. It's just. I mean, I love it. Ruby is just like. She's a Twitter band. I mean, she's a, a internet bandit just on not that type, keyboard, on that keyboard. Keyboard warrior. Like <laughs> if my face is not on it and my name's not on it, I'm like, yeah, let's talk about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that for seeking arrangements. Just kidding. Um, I'm Ooh. looking I'm looking at the charts for the summer summer house Martha's Vineyard folks. This is why Alex is raggedy. Aries Sun Aquarius Moon. That's just a lot of fuckery respect he's a what son he's oh, an, I see. Son, an aquarius moon that's Ooh. a lot of fuckery. Bria's uh, chart is a psychopath 
Gemini Sagittarius. <laughs> That's just a psychopath. Um, Jordan's mm-hmm. is very Jordan, Capricorn Sun, Virgo. Oh, she's very Earth. Earth. Yeah. I like, feel just like I feel very like I said what I said because I said and I'm right because I said it, like the Virgo Virgo on it. Um, Amir is interesting. Leo Sun Aquarius moon. That's kind of hot. Oh, what a cutie pie. Not the dog. <laughs> Alyssa screaming Virgo sun Aries rising Milo I'm weak um let's see Nick being Aquarius sun Taurus moon is kind of interesting because we don't really have a read on him either um Preston Pisces sun Pisces rising and Sagittarius I can see that Silas of the Pisces. I wasn't even going to bring up Silas. I was like, and the Capricorn Moon. Again, the talk. Remember, you talked about that toxicity. I mean, my friends at Spiritual Sonia talked about the toxic cat moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, because add Silas to the list of cat moons, um, which include, there's actually a ton of them, but the ones off the top of my head are, and I think Lisa Barlow is one too. Candy like and Kenya and Tom Sandoval, Ruby Langs, Ruby, and India. And I saw just now Candy and Kenya are both cap moons. Oh, of and course, Juan my girl Dolo Juan is a Dixon double a cap. cap. Oh, yeah. Dolo's a cap moon. Um, Juan Dixon, I learned today, is the Libra Sun cap moon. Kill me. Oh. <laughs> my name is Juan Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it here. I hate it so much. <laughs> The other, the only other Libra Sun Cat Moon I know on Bravo is Jen Shaw, the criminal. Well, <laughs> I work within the law, everybody. Okay, back to Dancing Queens. Um, so we learned all of their signs, well, most of their signs, and we were actually right about half of. I mean, we were right about Donnie. We were right about Sabrina. I'm betting we're right about Leonie, to be honest. Yeah. Um. I think we were not right. We were definitely not right about Pooja and I don't think we we're right about Colette. So yeah, you know, two out of five ain't bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. I say we did a, a splendid yeah, job. We did. We oh did. yeah. We, I mean, we saw what we saw, you know, maybe there was some editing. Not, this is not what we do for a living. So this was right. just <laughs> everybody. So just leave us alone. Um. Anyway, this episode was kind of like, I don't like calling things solar episodes, but it was like not an episode where there were events, but I still found it very interesting. Like we had a lot of their like solo moments. Yeah. Like Colette is working on like helping her son be more independent. I enjoy Colette because like every time she does a solo scene without her son, she's giving us real housewives. Like when she's in the bathing suit and the tank top with her friend drinking wine and the hot, like she very much is like, I've watched real housewives. I know what they Mm -hmm. do. Social scenes. Um, I also like that she's starting to get used to her new dancing partner too, instead of just like relying on everything that Christian did for her. It's like you, on. you know, the obsession, it makes me think, cause she even was like, you know, the way that our chemistry was, I'm like, did y'all fuck? Were y'all fucking? And he just like, stopped well, fucking you. Not that it stops anybody, but he technically has a wife. Cause she's the one that like trained. I'm not saying that stops anybody, yeah. but. But that's why she acts. It's like, I think she would have boundary things. Like, you know what I mean? Unaquarius. And then, like, when you're paying somebody for services, again, that just, like, blurs the lines in addition to that. Because I feel like, yeah. It's questionable. (laughs) 
<laughs> we need to talk about the dark sidedness of, da- of the dance life of ballroom dancing. There needs to be a documentary on like, because there, there has to be a, a scandal. Like there has to be some type Dance of scandal work in the ballroom. Sex work is real work. Yeah. That's the name of the documentary. Where it's like sugar mamas and sugar daddies, like paying for their way through everything. Something too about like dancing with Stas and she's like, that's why like I have you so I can do this. Like take my energy out on you. Like instead of like as if he's her therapist. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. just use them as like objects for a million. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> um I like trying to think of who else like leone she didn't really have much going on besides like she kind of talked about her daughter some and like troubles conceiving and miscarriage and all this stuff which um i'm sure is like valuable for people to hear to like normalize it yeah but what i took away from it was how different her face looks when she doesn't have heavy eye makeup on she looks beautiful without heavy eye makeup to me actually like in the pictures of her like family pictures when the baby was born but I was like, that's a different face. And that's why I'm trying to teach myself how to do eye makeup because I want bigger eyes. Mine are little. I mean, I get that whole, <clears throat> even though I'm not like Indian or of that, she's Indian, right? Leone? Oh, you're talking about Leone. They're talking about Pooja. Wow. What am I doing <laughs> right now? Um, yeah, Leone, she's stunning um, yeah. with or without makeup. Yeah. But nothing really happened with her a lot. Although yeah. they didn't put her body makeup down to her hands in the confessional. And so there were different colors going on. Yikes. I do appreciate that she's like, you know, when I'm home, I'm home. And I want to like, she like overextends herself like between work and like her kid, like there's a babysitter for Charlotte, but she's very present. And like, I want to see your homework. Like, I want to be involved. Tell me about your day. I'm going to cook. I mean, it's out of guilt, but so she does it. Like she definitely was saying it in that way of like implying that like someone like Sabrina. Yeah. Not a thoughtful mother, which I kind of find not appropriate. It's okay. It should just I don't find that appropriate. Yeah. It's just, it's just about what you do. I'm not the kind of mother who would do this and like leave Thursday. She's like, it should just be focused on her. Like, you know, what matters to me is like being around my kid and like just doing everything I can to make that. Right. But it was a very like, that's again, why I think she's a Virgo. Cause it's very like, I do this cause I'm doing things the right way. Yeah. I'm better than you. Yes. Very that. Um, and then Donnie had like a few scenes. She had scenes with like her mom and her sister-in-law. And I just feel like her family is super supportive of her, but maybe to the degree that like they help with the delusion And so that's why I'm just like, I like, and somebody else made the point, I think for like maybe Colette or something that like, or for Pooja, her dance partners were like, if you're not confident in the first place, like they're not even going to care about how well you're dancing technically. Yeah. And I feel like that's the part that like Donnie is not getting, getting, is like, you're like speaking to yourself negatively. You're having this negative self-talk. You're dressing in ways that you think are going to hide things, but you're not feeling good. And like, you're not just like embracing where you're at in life and like accepting every phase of your life. And yeah. So- and that's what Leone brought up like last episode when she was when, in the confessional, she was like, I don't know if I should say that, but I think it, you know, like her dad really affected her and like, she's clipping her own wings. Like she's a swan clipping her own wings. Like it's oh, yeah. like self-deprecating. And I get that. Like, cause I, as a person, I have gained weight over the last like year and a half and like, just kind of like, became so uncomfortable with my body and like haven't posted like my 
body a lot. Like I get how it can be, but you gotta snap the fuck out of it. Like, because it's normally just in your own head. Like no one's looking at you and going, oh my gosh, you're a fucking whale. It's you like preventing yourself from living your life to the fullest because of your own insecurities, which is like, if you really gave a fuck, you would, you would be in the gym. You know what I mean? Like if you, it's like either fix it or, or find a way to feel comfortable in your own skin. And even if you are fixing it, look at yourself and say like, I love myself, even though I'm not in my ideal weight, I love myself and I'll get there one day. (laughs) Well, and also like even looking at this perspective of like your people are going to receive you the way that you put yourself out there. So if you're giving the energy that like being the shape that like not you India, but just like anybody who's bigger or experienced different like fluctuations for whatever reason, it's like, if you just put it out there, like you're the same you and you still are beautiful and you're still wonderful. Like people will receive that because I've had like with all of my hormone issues, like been up down and around a million times over probably like the last eight years and yeah, I will gain 10 pounds and people will be like, you look so good. What have you been doing? And I'm like, nothing. Like, I'm not going to let you know that it's actually the, op- you know, cause also like to put a focus on like, actually I'm 10 pounds heavier. Can you believe it? You know, like making that a source of conversation too, is like putting it out there that it's something to be concerned about versus yeah. if you're just like, here I am, like, enjoy, don't enjoy I enjoy myself like that, like the energy you put out is like how the energy. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's how people are going to perceive you. Cause yeah. like you said, like most of the time someone will see you and if they've known you a long time or, you know, like you said, it's usually in your head. No one's looking at you going like, Oh, that's a fat person. They're like, Oh, that's my friend. Like, yeah. Like they're not thinking in that way about you. Absolutely not thinking that way about you. And like negatively perceiving you because of a number on a scale is somebody that needs to work out their own issues now your friends can raise concerns i feel like people often raise out of control yeah yeah i feel like people more so raise concerns when you like drastically lose weight like my family is was way more concerned about me when i was 123 than at like whatever my weight is now like 155 like 150 but i think that's because like it's perceived as like, I'm healthier. Like I am happier, you know, like with this weight on versus being like a a stick. And it's like, are you okay, bitch? Like, are you eating? Like what's going on? Like how one's presenting themselves too. Right. And and also like people's responses to sometimes are their own projections. So like you have to like take that into account as well. Oh yeah. It's, Um, it's mostly your own projections. Yeah. Because it's just like how they feel about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I try unless it's like something that would actually seem dangerous. I just don't even like broach that topic with people. Cause it's just like, you just never know. You just like, never know what they're going through. And, and you know, if, I, if it's like one of my really close friends, normally they've already told me what, what they're going through, like weight wise. So I don't even have to ask, but let's say it's a situation where you see someone and they are literally, it's just like, how's it going? Like, you know, like it normally just like comes up or you can, there's a healthy way to raise your concerns. Like if I saw one of my friends, they were suddenly like 600 pounds. It's like, okay, what the fuck happened? Like, you know, like, but then again, maybe not. It just is very situational. And um, yeah, I think again, it's in her head. She's a cancer. It's always going to be in her head. Yeah. And I just like just the scoring of it all. I really think it's like it, 
you're not like allowing yourself to shine. And I feel yeah. like, I think I was like telling you that a few weeks ago that like nothing bad in my life was happening. Like nothing was different in my life, but there was like a time period recently where I just felt like stuck or like stagnant or just like not like in my power, like in my mojo. Yeah. Again, if there's one thing the co-hosts of this show have in common, it's very high self-esteem and very good ability to make whatever we want happen and get what we want. Like yeah. we were lucky girl affirmations before they became a thing. Yeah. For sure. So I was just like, why don't I feel that way? Like that I felt forever. Um, and then I went to the Reiki healer and she reminded me who the fuck I was. And then I was like, oh, she's back, bitch. Yeah. I need to get, I need to get some Reiki. But like, whatever that is that you need, whether it's like therapy, whether it's prayer, whether it's some kind of new hobby routine, like taking yourself out of your comfort zone just to like get you reshifted or like unplug. I feel like also, the way everyone says it, but like social media is a demon if you're going through it. Like, cause all you're going to do is look at a million different accounts that you think everybody's life is better than yours. And that's just going to bring you down even further, especially if she's like in this dance world and looking at all these people with their trophies and their bodies and all this stuff is like, yeah, you're just going to like, you have to disconnect from the world for a little bit. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously her dad's death did do a number on her, like things like that, that do a number on you. And then not only are you like sad about like the passing of a loved one, but then also and I speak from experience because this happened to me last year when my grandpa passed away. And like, then you are gaining weight, like, and like, you just don't feel in control of your body. And then it just like spirals into self-esteem and spirals into like these other things that not necessarily, you know, like weren't necessarily having to do with the initial like death of a loved one. Um, and it's just something that she's got to get under control. Now she does like in some of her confessionals, it seems like those are like recent, like more recently filmed. She looks like she's like feeling like sexier, you know, like she's wearing that like cutout dress. Yeah. Yeah. She seems more confident. Um, so I'm hoping that there is another season where we can see her like have a comeback and really shine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, do what's best for you is all we can say. Yeah. Um, also very cancer of her being like i've kissed max tremorkovsky before for a dance i was like all right girl (laughs) (laughs) we all wish we did too yeah (laughs) um and then um who else do we have um puja she's dealing with confidence issues as well like that's Mm -hmm. where i'm from or like um christian's wife was like listen if you're not confident they're not even gonna worry about looking to see if you're good at your dancing yeah who wants to like reward somebody who's like dancing but lifeless out there you know right that's like that's like half of it like you know I was thinking about it because I was trying to think like really critically and like put myself in Donnie's shoes about the whole scoring thing and it's like first of all scoring is subjective yes there's stereotypes that are going but like it is absolutely true that like in performing and in entertaining having like the right energy is just as important as having the technical skills like Sabrina is nuts but when Sabrina is like huffing and puffing and humping they're like she's impassioned. You know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe she's not the most technically proficient, but she's getting into a character and like letting loose and like, you know, really giving into people do this hobby for, you know, or people do it for a living. It's like for the pleasure of it, for the enjoyment of it, you know? So, um, I don't know about Pooja. I feel like there, there's something that's like maybe not healthy about her, like going into the same dance category as her mom and her sister because it already feels like she feels odd man out with them in general in life 
And so to like now be comparing herself to them on like a technical scale with dancing, I feel like it was better for her to be in the other dance category and just like shine in her own space. Yeah. Feels like there's something where she's like comparing what her dancing in Latin is like to how her mom and her sister who've been doing it for years, which is also not fair. Yeah. I mean, because she's, she progressed. She went from last to fourth. Yeah. Like, or fifth place, whatever, like the middle. So like it's, like, but instead of seeing like, oh, wow, I've progressed. Well, no, she did say, say that she did see that. Um, But I think she's just being so hard on herself when it's just only her second competition her, or her yeah. third going on competition. And then, and I'm like, damn bitches. Like, also, I did notice that I think the last episode, Leone, like they won money because it was like first place in a scholarship. Yeah, so I was so I was like, oh, fuck, they are winning money. Because I was at first I was like, wait, they're just spending all this money for, for nothing fun. Yeah. for fun and what world we can't relate <laughs> and then pooch is like you know the other women they're richer than uh, me and i'm like how much do you have to be motherfucker you have three weddings you had a hindu wedding a jewish wedding and then a traditional wedding you have three fucking weddings how rich do you want to like what how much richer are they i can't imagine colette's like that much wealthier than I don't no. know. No, there aren't. I mean, Sabrina definitely. Sabrina Leone. Like I say Sabrina Leone are probably the richest on the on the cast. Oh yeah, Leone's very rich, and then um, Sabrina as well. That house um, Sabrina has. Oh, I stand. I love that fucking house. I stand everything about Sabrina's life. Um, I stand her child and her dog too. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Chloe clearly wants to be a child star, and so this is like the gateway for her. Like, she is willingly doing all of these scenes with her mother she's yeah. like on the camera i need people to see that i'm a star i love that she's like i don't know why you're wasting your time doing these conversations with your dance partner like it's not worth it <laughs> and then i loved when sabrina was like how is the trip to the zoo and chloe was like uh oh, this happened and this happened and sabrina goes that's why i didn't volunteer i didn't want to go and i was <laughs> like my future as a mom <laughs> run along now which is so ironic because my poor mom always wanted to volunteer for stuff and i was always like please don't come like no, my mom her. yeah but like, just like, I just, I hated parents who were like too involved in school. And so like, I always told my parents, like, just do what you're supposed to, or like you want to, but like, you really don't need to be here. Like, please just work at your jobs that I. Yeah. Care. My mom was a teacher. I got enough of her. Like people knew who she was. So I'm like, yeah, wow. no, no, no. But I used I- to get Subway for field trips, like either Lunchables or Subway. So like we would oh, go to Subway the night before and get the sandwich but then get all of like the condiments and stuff on like the lettuce and tomato on the side and bitch I used to be like the shine like I would always have the bitch <laughs> I wish y'all could see the way this bitch is dancing talking about putting together her condiments on her sandwich and you get and everybody knew I was Mrs. So-and-so's daughter I was I'm Mrs. Like, Subway <laughs> not Mrs. Subway <laughs> I met your mom. Oh yeah. My, I mean, my mom. That was the one luxury that we did get. Like, I mean, I'm sure I had other luxuries, but that's one I remember like specifically oh, about field trips. Yeah. I remember my mom was a chaperone for the Washington DC zoo. And then I got to pick my little friend group to be chaperoned by her. Like oh, my cute. parents were always cool. Like my parents were never, like I was never embarrassed of them. I was just like, I was trying to protect them. I was like, I don't want to subject you to these children who are <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Vicky, but they're not up to your standards. I was like, mom, the American children in this establishment are out of control. And like, how do you say ghetto in, um, in Spanish? Probably ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, there's like so many, like there's way too many colloquialisms, like depending on the country and generation that like, or nationality and generation. Yeah. Like, um, I think like lately my cousin says that a lot of, they like, like the ghetto, like the ratchetness, like she just calls it la jateria. And then she just calls people jate and she's like, la jate por ahí. Like, and it's just like the trifling ass bitch. Over there. <laughs> I just call everything motherfucker. So I'm just like, este cabrón aquí, esta cabrón allá, and blah, blah. And like, uh, it's one of those words that's kind of just like lost meaning. You yeah. Know? Like it's not as deep as like people, use. but when I was little and I would say motherfucker, which rightfully so, my grandpa would be like, don't say that word. You're a little girl. <laughs> And then, you know, me, I was like, motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I was like, I love you, grandpa. <laughs> Little Sabrina just terrorizing everyone. <laughs> I know. I've always been an issue, guys. I'm sorry. Born problematic. will die problematic. <laughs> uh, you know, stay consistent, y'all. That's all we can do in this life. Yeah. Is that, is that all? I think. I think yeah. we like really touched on it. Okay, guys, you know the drill. Know. That's all she wrote. Isn't that how people end things? Yeah, murder she wrote. No, but I think oh, that's like- all she wrote. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is a saying. But you, that's not all she wrote because you know what, guys? You know the drill. Yes. <laughs> Pick up your phones, whether you are listening from Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit that five star button. Star. Shorty fire burning on the dance floor. Okay, I don't know what this bitch is. <laughs> when you don't let her distract you. <laughs> you Sorry, is the phone in your hand? Listener, is the phone in your hand? Pick up your phone. Open Instagram now. And follow Swipe us. in Pop of Color Pod. And hit follow immediately, bitch. Or I will find you and quarter you and hang your remains. Okay, don't listen to her. (laughs) Same thing for Twitter. (laughs) She's unhinged. Um, We really appreciate the follows. We really appreciate the five stars and the and the comments because it helps us grow. We are find us. Um, How much you love to listen? Yeah, she's unhinged. Um, (laughs) That's what happens when you have. I had this one cocktail (laughs) when we're happy hour. I'm sober, but I had this one cocktail and I took a sip and I went, there's a bad sense memory. Something bad happened when I drank a drink that tasted like this. You had and a that's a Raven drinking moment. And I took another sip and I went, oh, this just tastes like every version of jungle juice in all of college. <laughs> I kind of saw this as like some high class rum based cocktail at this rum bar. I'm like, this is jungle juice. <laughs> and that's I gave me. I gave it to someone else and they go, yeah, that is jungle juice. I'm like, don't put it in a coupe glass and put a fucking slice of dried lime and make me think that it's something that it's not. <laughs> and then I had half a mojito because I forgot how minty they are. And I was like, bleh, bleh. Oh, I love mojitos. I just had a glass of wine. That's it. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, guys. I'm just hinged because I'm so excited. We're back, baby. And we shall be back until the next time I go out of town, which actually I don't think is for a minute. So yeah i think i'm i'm gonna be maybe we're gonna be domestic and in your earbuds (laughs) all right on that note we will catch you guys next week dorks are us